rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. And so then your instructor is still, we're, we're, we're explaining Peloton's audience. We're going to get to the news, but right now I'm explaining Peloton's and how they're a national security risk. It's actually really interesting. So um, a Peloton is a bike that's in your living room. And then uh, there's a video, like a two-way video, so you can see all the other people who are in the class and the instructor can see you. Um, and, and then they encourage you. They're like, go, go, Jeanette, go. Um, but the, and I guess they're really addicting, but uh, Biden is apparently a Pelotoner. Like he's got one of these ungodly expensive bikes so that someone can like yell at him to ride on his bike. But because there's their camera, they have to be really careful about it. So like it was this whole thing that the um, Secret Service had to figure out, like how can Joe be on his Peloton without like causing, uh, you know, people to be able to like see in or like control, like hack into the Peloton system and control the camera and spy on the president. So. Time is now 8.30 and you listening that's good morning aurora good morning good morning aurora you can also just ride a normal bike and then you don't have to worry about the secret service and anybody spying on you just a thought it's yeah, so, the weather's lovely yeah. we got a trail right there go just go ride a bike outdoors i had never heard of Ah, well, okay. So first of all, if you're on a mongoose still, we got to upgrade, right? You got to go down to the all spoke <laughs> up, yeah. which I got to go to because uh, my past two bikes have been stolen and I need another one um, and probably a really good bike chain. Um, but <laughs> oh my God, all the time, especially like the nicer ones. You like there was a whole like ring outside of the roundhouse there for a while because it was the nice the expensive bikes that were going missing and oh, you know yeah. like your average thief doesn't know the difference between like a schwinn specialized right. but these guys did. To to right yeah. but like these guys knew you know <laughs> so they were taking like the thousand dollar bikes not like the hundred dollar huffies from walmart so your favorite people are here once again on a friday uh to talk to you guys about all the happenings give you the top it up which uh in the house at Myself, hello, everybody. <laughs> and we have inestimable, inestimable producer since Puffy. Since Puffy, he also looks kind of he does <laughs> exactly Who like Puffy. Got turtles. I love turtles. Wine, Actual got turtles. Actual I love turtles. I love wine too. Should we start with turtles or should we... Yeah, let's do let's do the hard thing first. So let's right, talk about Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you meant like <laughs> All right, fine. Let's like the that. difficult thing, not like the hard shelled thing. All right. Uh Illinois will lose its Congress. Magnating 
Monday, the twelve million. Which includes good pronunciation of the word decennial every 10 years. Yeah, because that's a tricky one. I can't really do that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a thing. People uh, relative to other states are moving out of Illinois and then into other states. And even if our population goes up, basically, it's uh, not going up as fast as it is in other places, um, which, you know, I think is folly on behalf of you know, Illinoisans because I think it's great here. But um, especially you see a lot more of it further down in the state, right? Like like downstate, like uh, Little Egypt area, they're losing a lot of population. Right. Um, like way, kind of way down in the boonies where there's just not like a whole lot of um, economic opportunity in some of these really small towns. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, down in like... Yeah. Cairo, um, basically uh, Versailles, you know, places that are French but pronounced wrong. Right. Um, yeah, the <laughs> uh, Versailles. No, it shouldn't. No, no shade on Versailles. Um, that's actually one of the few towns that I have not been to in this great state. Um, Metropolis. Metropolis is neat. You can go see the Superman Museum, but uh, Metropolis. Metropolis, Illinois, right across the river from Paducah. Um, and you can go to a really strange uh, war reenactment of a war that never really happened at a fort that never really saw action and just got scrapped for wood like a million times over. Oh, right. It wasn't in a war. There's, so there's. <laughs> we're going really off topic really early in this podcast. Yeah, today. we're supposed to be talking about the census population we're, and we're get, Illinois. And we're going to get there. But first, I have to tell you about this fort that exists down in Metropolis, Illinois. Jeez. So I don't I, I would have to look up the name of the fort because it was so ignominious that. Um, ignominious. Get the clap for that. That's a clap for yeah. I love that. I mean, I it's love just that word. it's a useless. I don't even know how to use it right, but it's so it's a useless sort of fort that they built. Uh, you know, I think like during uh, like the 18th century, it was like one of the earliest places built in Illinois, right? Because um, most people, while you would think Illinois was actually founded from Chicago down, it was actually founded from like the um, confluence of the the rivers down south up. Right. Ignominious, by the way, folks, is the word of the day. Yeah, look that one up. So there's this fort there, though, and it's at the confluence of, like, the Ohio and the whatever rivers, the rivers that are right all the way down there at the bottom of the state. And um, it, it got built, and then it got scrapped for wood uh, by the locals, and then it got burnt, and then it got, or it got built, and then it got burned down, and then it got burnt, and then it got scrapped again or whatever. And now um, what they do, even though it has seen no action in any of these wars, is they do, uh, <laughs> they do this uh, encampment every fall where these folks come together and do um 
uh, like so, like it, civil war reenactment, but like from every war, including like there's like folks there just um, as natives, and I didn't do like a whole lot of research into whether or not that was appropriate for that particular person to be wearing that costume, but um, yeah. you know, uh, and um, and other all like any any war that Southern Illinois saw like the tiniest bit of something, but not actually action. Anyway, it, it's it's kind of a hoot uh, because you see like the revol the American Revolution, like even though that wasn't really fought this far out west for the most part, like yeah, Greater Appalachia no, wasn't quite no. that. Like there was stuff in the backcountry happening, but not. I mean, there were like redcoats and stuff. I, it was a very confusing yeah, reenactment. But, but redcoat. It, penetration at that time was not no, far yeah, um, not far yeah. but look i'm gonna be the first to tell, to tell you that i don't know a lot about military history but uh i would tell you that it was one of the most interesting and perplexing and really entertaining things that i've ever seen that reminds me of a contest i'll give you know what i'll tell you what who was the british commander who lost the American colonies at that time during the Revolutionary War. If you can answer that question without Googling it, oh, you I will win a T-shirt. Good morning to Jennifer Ryan, Ryan Maiden. Do you know the answer? I, I think I do because I'm reading a book on the uh, development of the American nations right now. Well, you won't win a T-shirt, but what, who know. is it? Yeah. Well, how? No. No? It was not. Oh, all it right. It was not. Okay. He was a... Now, his title he lost up Lord. in yankeedom right like he lost up north yeah yankeedom yeah like up in like the like up in by like i know what you mean New I, just English, didn't, I didn't expect right? to hear that yeah the yankee section yeah like uh well it's um ended reading it is it is, uh, it it is. is. Yeah. um good mornings let's do some good mornings real quick let's do some good mornings and we'll get back onto that topic about how yeah. we're losing a congressional seat a congressional seat good morning to our friends brooke shanley greg Elsbury, Alyssa ocone victoria hyla maldonado good morning to all you wonderful people mary folks anna sierra yes we back sister we are back mr Corey ingram what's up francisca good morning good and morning everybody be, yes and we'd be remiss Without saying hello to Elizabeth Diaz. Good morning to all of you wonderful, Indeed. wonderful people. Indeed. Good morning. So let's get back on topic. Yes. Congressional representation. So yes, uh, Illinois uh, is uh, losing population slightly. Uh, you know, of course, the, the uh, particular neighborhoods in Chicago also tend to shed residents too. Um, I mean, what it means for two implications for uh, our, our political representation. One is that we'll have one fewer Congress person um, going to Washington on our behalf relative to other states, which is not ideal. Right. Um, but two, uh, what it means is, so they take the census data. The first data dump is statewide, right? So like or at the state level, so they tell you how many millions of people are, are in each state. Or if you're American Samoa, like how many tens of people are in this not real possession? Not quite a state. Um, the second data dump comes later, and uh, that gives you more um, like neighborhood level, uh, city, county level um, population figures. And that uh, has totally different implications. The first one, obviously, is that it's going to adjust uh, interiorly in the state, all of like our, our um, representation 
for different areas. So you're going to see a lot of growth in the suburbs. You're going to see a lot of growth right here, actually, because um, one of the, the sort of Kendall County is usually the fastest growing county in the state. So just south of us here, um, Kane still is adding a lot of people like just uh, a little bit west of here. Mm. So even Aurora is still actually adding residents, which is, you know, great because it's really good when people recognize just what an amazing um but uh what that means is more representation for us down in springfield um and and also in congress too you just basically get more congressmen and uh and like cluster aren't together. you running for congress am i running for congress weren't it wasn't that did i i am know, wasn't that in the that wasn't that was not in the paper that's not in the, i am not running for I congress saw this on page oh you're not no you didn't but I would like to take that opportunity to remind our listeners uh, of our challenge from uh, our really, really sad, pathetic election day <laughs> back in April or the beginning of April in which I challenged you all to run for something. Uh, so maybe let's put it to the listeners. Listeners, in the comments, what have you looked at? What are you considering? Yeah, and let us who's know. Who's running? Yeah, like... We'll we'll back our fine uh, good morning Aurora listenership. Oh yeah, right. Oh, if one of like, you, if one of you dedicated folks, you run in for park district. Yeah. You run in for water reclamation oh, school yeah. board. We'll you know, we'll put your sign up. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We will. So, um, but let's bring that a little bit local. So, with Democrats holding thirteen of the state's eighteen congressional seats, controlling the governor's office, and dominating the state's legislature, hmm. little else should change. Uh, the 14th mm -hmm. congressional congressional district running from the top to the bottom of the Chicago metropolitan area mm -hmm. on its far western edge will That's likely right. be redrawn to boost Rep. Lauren Underwood, a mm -hmm. Democrat, who narrowly won a second term last fall by just over one percentage point against Republican State Senator Jim Oberweiss. Mm -hmm. So here's the other implication of uh, the census data, the way it's all coming out this year and and particularly the delay, right? right. So uh, typically what happens is all of these districts within the state, so from your state uh, reps and state senators all the way up to like your actual Congress people, those lines all get drawn, um, the lines that say which district you're in, mm -hmm. they all get drawn basically by whichever party is in power at the time, which of course creates an immense uh, imbalance of power because it allows um, for uh, all kinds of gerrymandering, right? So what, what they do essentially is draw the districts so that there are throwaway districts where it condenses as many people as possible in, in the opposite party into like really small, like into small spaces. And then, right. you know, just basically draw the lines to favor their own party. This is why certain... Um, uh, representatives in Chicago have districts that are like shaped like their initials basically right it's oh, just yeah. ridiculous so um uh but what what happens like what the state law says is that whoever's in power gets to draw these districts um up until a deadline and if that deadline passes and then we don't have a map if we don't have a congressional district map at that point, then it has to go to this nonpartisan um, committee of professionals who are just like, nope, lines, straight lines. We're just doing this, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that might happen this year. I'm kind of like fingers crossed 
because our census data has come so late because of all the delays in the census because of the um the pandemic and also the like are we counting undocumented people are we not counting undocumented people that whole malarkey that went back and forth right right um so we are uh we're we're going to run up against that deadline and it's possible unless there's some kind of crazy extension or that that we might see a less political system it'd be great so we've posted the article about this uh on our facebook page and we did that i believe tuesday or wednesday so you can scroll down and check that out and again census population figures show that illinois will lose a congressional seat the time is 8 15 a.m and you are listening to jeanette's planning on the second largest city's first daily news podcast good morning Aurora. now let's get into some local news should we take it to the local level? Let's let's do it. All right. Okay. So all ages are welcome at First Fridays on May seventh. There is a um. There's a there's a big lineup, big yeah. lineup of stuff. Yeah. I'm excited. Um. So the Alive Teen Center, seventy eight South LaSalle Street, located inside Community Christian Church, will participate in First Fridays for the first time with the Hot Wheels Super Track race that's fun they'll have a track set up for racing the cars on the sidewalk the new teen center will also be giving tours from 6 30 to 8 p.m that's great because yes. i made those into exciting oh nice nice mm -hmm. yeah sometimes i steal my friend's children so that i can enjoy them and then not have any actual responsibility <laughs> fun enough right yeah no it's the best being um, the cool aunt is definitely where it's at right uh aps training academy 105 east galena located on the fourth floor of the mediterranean excuse me first midwest how did i mess that up <laughs> mediterranean located on the fourth floor of the first midwest bank building will host a steam class open house from five p.m to 7 30 p.m students k through 12 can play the among us online game while exploring what free classes are available at APS Training Academy. Oh, that sounds great. Mm -hmm. Also inside the bank building, French 75, a new cocktail lounge coming to downtown, oh. will pop up on the third floor for a sneak peek from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. The new lounge and art gallery will feature artwork by its owner, Hope Ashworth. Okay, this is very exciting. This downtown is going to be really... Is gonna, a cocktail lounge in downtown... Yeah, so we already have a, so Society 57 does like pop-up cocktail lounges, right? right. Uh, which is great. They usually do them for First Fridays. In fact, are they further down the list? They should be further down the list. They're doing pop-up Japanese-style cocktails. Um, but yeah, we don't uh, have an, uh, an every night uh, place to go for like just a mini experience. You can get some very fine cocktails over at, um, at Gillerson, where they do. Like, just a solid, like, I'm just going to, you know, like, saucy-looking lounge kind of thing. That would be fun. Yeah, we don't have, like, a real juicy, fly, jiggy, yeah. you know, I, yes, boom, boom, boom. Yes, all of, of those adjectives. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Our listeners know what we mean. Yeah. I, yes, there is no place. <laughs> juicy, fly, jiggy. There is no place for, uh, for Jeanette to get juicy, fly, nor jiggy uh, in downtown currently. Which well, is a real loss for all y'all. Yeah, well, not yet. <laughs> French seventy five looks like it may be it. All right, we're, we'll go. We'll go light it up uh, Friday next Friday. See what happens. So this is all not not tonight. Just to be clear, this is for you to all plan your calendar for next week. Exactly. Yep. Food trucks will park at the lot adjacent to the bank building at two South Broadway from five p.m. to nine p.m. Joining the lineup will be Harvey's Firebox. I know that family personally. Yeah. That's, that's a good family. Good food. 
Harvey's Firebox, Grumpy Gaucho, The Pizza Dude, Holy Pierogi, and Home Run Dogs. Food vendors are subject to change. Please check Aurora Downtown's Facebook page for updates. First you know, Fridays will continue through December with the exception of July. What up? You know, I've got a, a warm, fuzzy spot in my... Right up. Holy Pierogi. Um, on May 7th, a variety of venues will offer the following mix of activities. Artisan Lofts Gallery, 2 South Stope. Will be open to the excuse me open with the Doug Jepson combo jazz band. Ooh. Resident artists display their artwork from six to eight thirty p.m. Gallery one nine zero four one East Benton will feature gallery show Nature POV times three with media art and photography by local artists Mary Rodriguez, John Stark, and Helen Ratslow. Shout out to, to both Mary and Helen, close personal friends of the show, and by the show I mean me personally. Hi, ladies. Nice, nice. Show up. Be great. All right. Um, and now also we've got Gary Brown Art Gallery and Studio, 7 South Broadway will host Bursts of Colors, monotype art by Maureen McKee, along with live music from 5 to 9 p.m. Aurora Tap House, 1 through 4 West Downer Place, will feature comic book illustrator Billy Barnett from 5 to 9, and then DJ Happy Meal plays <laughs> 1980s tunes starting at 9 that's amazing. Unfortunately, uh, BTP and I have sworn off fast food for the next week. So I don't know if that extends to uh, uh, cleverly named DJs or not. I'm kind of. Okay. We don't know yet. We, we don't, don't know. know. We don't. We don't know. BTP has <laughs> BTP has been doing this thing as a producer. Thank you, BTP. Clap for yourself, baby. Clap for you. That's, yeah. What else we got on tap for? So as you guys know, we have we got a couple. Good Morning Aurora has a couple locations that we broadcast from. We do. We're we're a podcast on the move. We are. We're like rap game without the crime. That's Seriously. right. <laughs> Nobody gets shanked, but you know there's some sketch every now and then. Every now and then. It <laughs> wouldn't right. be it wouldn't be a truly Aurora enterprise <laughs> if <laughs> if it didn't feel like not actually be sketchy, but if it didn't like feel right. a little sketchy. <laughs> If you if you didn't walk into our studio and go, is this legit? Then it wouldn't really be right. an Aurora Enterprise. Right. You Good know? morning, Aurora. Is that show which will take one lemon and provide gallons of juice, gallons of juice. All it's right. like it's not as sketch as remember when like the what was probably the Russian mob ran that grocery store out on the west side. No, I don't. No, the Cosmopolitan Marketplace. Let's not go there, because you know what happened last time we did something like this? Some family member's going to come out like, no, my dad was not actually Russian. He it was... was, I'm sure it wasn't the Russian mob. Did it feel like the Russian mob? Maybe. Also, fabulous uh, chandeliers over the ketchup displays, though. So it was kind of like, at least it was a really entertaining uh, shopping experience. Nice. I heard the meat department was great, but as a vegetarian, I did not partake. Hosts of local podcasts. Yes. Right? Or reported missing <laughs> yeah. after. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Yep. Um, <laughs> good morning, Tracy Duran. Good morning, Francisca. Good morning, Christina. Good morning to all of you wonderful people. Josue, good morning. He says, is Charlie's Ice Cream Place mm. going to have a lounge downstairs soon? I think so. I think. I don't know, but so. I did see that they are open, open. again. So that is very exciting. 
Go get you some ice cream. Some really bizarrely interesting flavors of ice cream. Go Tracy it. says it's party time. Tracy, it's Friday and it's party time, but this is not exactly the Friday yet. It's a little early. May 14th is the big party time. But hold on, let's get back to okay. the news. Come back to, yeah. We're back to news. All right, McCarty Mills, 140 South River Street. And this is the lineup for First Fridays. We'll feature Artist of the Month, Laura Lynn Art, until 10 p.m. Simply Destiny, 122 West Downer Place, will host Cinco de Mayo Kids, offering an art club, dancing, and open mic for students from 5 to 8 p.m. Riverfront Playhouse uh, will host live music with The Heels from 6 to 10 p.m. Uh, Arturo Latin Fusion, live music from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Tavern on Broadway will be open with live music by Olivia Ports, friend of the show, from 6 to 10 p.m. This is the first Friday, May 7th list, y'all. And La Quinta de los Reyes will host a Cinco de Mayo party from 6 to 9 p.m. with Elvis impersonator Michael St. Angel. Hold on, let me read that again. Let me just... Uh, wait, yeah, wait, wait, hold back on. Back it up. Because I... Let me, let me... La Quinta de los Reyes. Mm-hmm. 36 East New York Street. So, Mexican right. So restaurant. We, right, we're learning that. Okay. Okay. We'll host a Cinco de Mayo party. Yep. From 6 to 9 p.m. Okay. That so, checks out. So, Mexican is sort of made up Mexican holiday. Right. Continue. Yeah. With Elvis in person. So, Cinco de Mayo so, and Elvis in person. So, white guy stealing black culture. Okay. Yeah. And then. Well, that's a separate. That's a separate. It's a whole that's thing. a whole separate a, conversation. I'm really appreciating the. But I get it. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm just really <laughs> yeah. appreciating the mix of cultures we have happening in really fascinating combinations. Cinco de Mayo and Elvis. Who yeah. Knew, right? So, can we all uh, <laughs> just recognize for it's a second? It's like St. Patty's Day featuring Tupac. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of. It's a, it's a fun mix. Uh, so would it be Mick Tupac? I don't know. Also, Mick Pac. <laughs> also, let's be real clear that Cinco de Mayo is not like really a thing, right? Like, it, it's a, it's an excuse. Depends on who you ask. Well, it's an excuse to uh, to drink beer and tequila, and I will take that any day of the week. But like the real, you know, uh, there's a misconception that Cinco de Mayo is like Mexican Independence Day, and mm -hmm. that is absolutely incorrect. Right. So that that's right. in the fall, friends. Um, Moving on. Good morning, Josue. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Christina Jimenez. Good morning to you. She says, morning, Aurora. Shout good morning, out. sister. Shouts out to Christina Jimenez. Is that how you pronounce it? Jimenez. 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 The time is now 8.25 a.m. And you are listening to me mess up spanish words you know so long as it's not we're not starting with the hard j right if it right. were jimenez jimenez yeah we'd be a little we'd be in bigger trouble right all right so we we covered first fridays uh well we still got some more we still got more there's because guys more. downtown aurora is exploding there's still some more right all right society 57 there it is we'll be open after hours with mokuso pop-up featuring cocktails and japanese skewers from the grill six mm -hmm. to nine p.m dang yeah Giddy up. Guess the where Jeanette's going to be. Um, <laughs> the Perch, 31 West Downer Place, Suite 301, will host Spring Sale and Kidcraft. Greeting cards, mindfulness resources, spiritual wellness gifts, and self-care products on sale. Plus, yes. kids can make a free, meaningful gift for mom. <gasps> five to eight. I love that. Shout out to the Perch. They do wonderful work as like sort of a spiritual retreats and resource mm. center. Right. Amy, Amy's place around the, that's lovely. 
Patent Seed Creative Exchange checking in. Good morning to y'all over there. Paramount School of the Arts on First Friday, located at 20 South Soap Street, will host a Mother's Day market from 5 to 9 p.m. with jewelry, face masks, home accessories, and more from Paramount staff, including Teresa Hamm, costume designer, Jesse Gaffney, props designer, Ann Hogg, Paramount Costume Shop, and Abby Reed, former Paramount Drafts person. Wickwood House will be open late with specialty gifts for Mother's Day from local designers and makers, custom gifts by calligraphy artist Lisa Johnson and Jess and Sammy from Slate and Clove, offering all natural bath and body products and custom prints from 5 to 9 p.m. Happy Thoughts Suicide, Suicide Awareness Outreach will host a Pride Project. Registration for our youth development program, Candles, will also be available for sale 3 to 8 p.m. And Cotton Seed Creative Exchange will host It's a Spring Thing pop-up along with live music by Frankie Davis and Jazz Quatch from 6 to 9 p.m. Book signing by Devin the Artist. On-site engraving by Meaningful Letters and Baked Treats by Chrissy's Little Bakery. Mm. I love baked treats. I do too. That's a whole lot. Is that, that is it? No, we... it's not it. That's not it. No, it's There's not. still more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. I was waiting to say that. Did I steal your fire? We it was we lit it together. Okay. We kind of said it at the same time. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. This is Jeanette's planning, not Kernet's planning. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so Jeanette's, I want to. And Jeanette's not super capable of explaining much this morning. She's gonna be real honest. So we're just riffing. So good morning <laughs> to all you guys out there. Is there a small business that you'd like to shout out though, Jeanette? Small businesses need some love. Um, yeah, oh, you know, uh, who I have not stopped by yet lately, but they just got all of their outdoor flowers and, and whatnot is Branch Gardens. So, um, holler to Branch Gardens. Branch um, Gardens, right. Yes, uh, uh, they're on Lake Street, uh, an amazing, um, shop for houseplant lovers everywhere, but, um, they just got their shipment, their first shipment of outdoor plants, uh, I think this week. So drop on by, um, planting season typically in this part of Illinois starts, um, mother's day. So you can start actually putting plants in the ground around mother's day and nice. not expect them to, you know, get frostbite. Very cool. Yes. Your gardening tip for the day. All right. The time is now 8.29 a.m. You are listening to Jeanette's Planning on Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. For those of you guys just tuning in, uh, subscribe to the show on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. And if you um, chew tobacco and you drive long distances in a truck, Breaker and Overcast are your apps. You can hear the sounds of our voices entertaining you as you drive from Kentucky to Kalamazoo. Shouts out. Shouts out. The truckers. The truckers. Um, so now, if you missed that incredibly long list of all the amazing things happening on First Fridays, what's the website to go to? AuroraDowntown.org. AuroraDowntown.org. Yep, Find your the, whole list there. Exactly. Create a little map for yourself, because some things end sooner than others, so you want to like get it all in, you got to have a plan. Have a plan. plan. It's going to be good, because weather's probably going to be good. It's going to be good. Mutual ground, walk of hope. Don't forget, Sunday, May 16th, downtown Batavia. Create a team, be a fundraiser. There's a lot you can do to get involved. Mutual ground continuously goes above and beyond to do all they can for victims of sexual and domestic abuse. Registration is required. I'm going to put the link in the chat for you guys once again, but please 
take part in this fantastic event if you can. Location is downtown Batavia, 141st Street, 141st Street. Drop in is 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on that particular day, and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora. Here's the thing. What's the thing? And I need all of you to understand something here. Do you like animals? Love animals. I love animals so much that I have a stray cat on my porch. I have a whole litter of kittens under my porch. And I'm going to have to figure out what to do about all of those because that's an awful lot of animals that all need, you know, immunization and fixing all of that. Right. Does anyone want a cat? That's been my refrain all week because I've got so many cats. Yeah, um, we can we can move beyond. We can move past that. But I do want to do my PSA that says, please spay or neuter your cats so that they don't yes. all end up yes. uh, living under my porch. And then I have to figure out what to do with them all. Yeah, spay <laughs> and neuter your cats, please, people. I don't know what's it, wrong it, with some of you, but you need to do that. Do what Jeanette tells you. Regis, do it. Do what Jeanette tells you. Also, remember that registering your dog or cat is the law in Aurora. And if you uh, have your pet spayed or neutered, then the registration itself is, I think, free. They charge if they're intact. So you've got incentive. Right. Now, here's the thing. This is very important. So listen up, guys. It's the season for turtle crossings. <gasps> And DuPage officials warn drivers to be on the lookout. Roads that are near lakes, ponds, and marshes can be turtle crossing hotspots. And one of the things that you have to understand about your host is that for a long part of my life, I've loved animals more than humans. But that being beside the point, (laughs) I want all of our animals to be taken care of. As the weather warms, the DuPage Forest Preserve District is warning drivers to be on the lookout for turtles. Between April and October, turtles cross roads in search of water, food, mates, or nests. Crossings of females increase from mid-May to mid-July as they make their way to and from nesting sites. Some turtles must travel up to a mile to find the right conditions. That's according to district ecologist Dan Thompson. I feel like I've learned something today. I did not realize the turtles were so on the move. Hit the I, cl- claps. Can we get some? Yeah. Thank oh. you. Uh, now, I have seen turtles crossing the road before. Which, can we talk about why is it a chicken always in the joke when clearly it's turtles that are, 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 are the ones that are constantly Here's in the middle of the roadway? Here's why. Because whenever that... Whenever that popular, it's not a limerick, but whenever that popular joke joke or notion came about, chickens, their raising, being eaten, and domestication could conceivably have been far more widespread than turtles. turtles. That's true. Chickens are the most populous bird on the face of the planet. Exactly. So So whether that story happened in what is today Kazakhstan or if it took place in what is today Kentucky. It's true. Somebody had chickens as opposed to turtles. Right. Man, and if you've never been to the sandwich fair to see all the chickens, like chickens from around the world, man, it's like the greatest thing ever. Frog and a corn and he go riding. Yes. Yeah. That. No, the chicken exhibit is my favorite thing. Like of the fall, um, y'all should see how she lights up talking about chicken. I really, cause they come in so many varieties. I love the ones with the little fluffy feet. 
like when they've got the little the little floofs on their feet oh, they, yeah, like yeah. They, they crack me up um so uh yes chickens uh, if we're bringing it back home can we uh talk about how we don't allow backyard chickens in aurora and it makes me so sad we can uh, but let me just finish with this. So the oh, loss of one adult turtles. turtle can be significant because at least 90% of adults must survive each year to sustain a population. If the rate drops below this number, the population will go into decline. I want you all to be on the lookout for turtles. If you hit a turtle, just know that Good Morning Aurora will lambaste you. That's true. Um, yes, no, turtles, and generally speaking, uh, amphibians and reptiles are some of the more endangered species in, in the state, um, like locally and across the world, because they have much more delicate sort of ecosystems, right? So be on the, the lookout for our turtley friends. Turtley friends. Our turtley friends. Our terrapins. Our, there you go. Our, our tortoises, turtles. There you and, go. You... Our tortoises, turtles, and terrapins. Damn. That's the second time... You... Ignominious, you so ignominious is the word of the day, but terrapins. But yeah. also look up terrapin. They're yeah, they're great. Not the, not not the pot company. That's also it's like one of the biggest cannabis producers. Terrapin, in, really? Yes, in out in Colorado way. Wow. Yes. Um, the article the, the to animal. the husband or uh, husband. Huh? Oof. <laughs> that got awkward quick. No, Today is at, a morning. My bad. Looking at a comment. So the link to the article is going to be in the chat, but. Uh, our, our friends at Cotton Sea Cravish, they say, my husband has saved two trying to cross a busy road. Shouts out. Thank you for saving our Indeed. friends. I'm also the person who's out there stopping traffic for the geese. So um, if I see you try to hit a goose, I will take you out. So just fair warning. Fair warning. It's also goose crossing season coming up. Josue tells us that 5th of May, Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day. Ana Sierra reminds us that she will do the looking out for the turtles. And Christina Jimenez says that she has two <laughs> ferrets. Ferrets. Shouts out. I have I have met those par those ferrets virtually. They're, well, Sway tells us that they're, they're good adorable. barbecue too, or barque. Yeah, turtles are good. Oh no! You guys never ate them. No, I have not eaten turtle. All I've right, let's get back on track. What All are we right. doing with this? this I've is eaten crazy. snake. Snake's good. Snake's good. It was fine. Frog's good, too. Um, Alligator is good. Mm. Y'all ever ate squirrel? Me neither. The time is 8.37 a.m., and you are listening to Jeanette explaining on Good Morning Aurora. Um, now, you what were going to talk about... Are we going to talk about chickens? I, I don't have a lot to say on, on backyard chickens other than uh, that I think that they should be allowed. They're allowed in many other communities. Let's be real. There's already chickens in town. Like, let's just make, you know, reasonable rules for them. That's it. That's No, my... there are no reasonable rules. That's my commercial for chickens. No? There's no reasonable rules. For chickens? There's not. Like, like okay, I used three to live chickens in... in the backyard. I used to live in a community where, where Chicago a lot of has people, chickens. they do. But I used to live in a community where a lot of people had chickens. It was nuts. They're they're adorable. It was nutty. They make little like clucky. That may be true. They make clucky noises. <laughs> but it was nutty. It was lunaticville. <laughs> so I don't really have a dog in the fight in regards to if I'm egging or if I like am gonna keep the chickens for like a, a, a larger purpose. I mean I think I'm, the bigger issue is do you have a chicken in the fight, right? Because that's like a huge problem with the chicken keeping. Hit the rim shot. Can you do the badoom for like that? that? Cause 
No, it was because because cockfighting is a huge. It was good enough. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty it, good. It, it worked. Do you it have worked, a chicken yeah. in the fight? Because uh, cockfighting is a big issue, right? Like people are afraid that like uh, if you have backyard chickens, at some point you're going to end up with male chickens, and then what do you do with them? You either eat them or fight them, right? Um, which which is uh, a problem. But um, could you imagine that headline? Local man arrested for chicken cockfighting in his backyard that it's, would be some ghetto i mean it happens shit. it happens all the time i know yeah, yeah it does. so it happened um, like in naperville and i think it happens regardless of whether chickens are allowed or not right yeah. uh so you know crazy duran tells us that they have two turtles a small box turtle and a snapping turtle and francisca <gasps> has a question she says didn't brent have a turtle once upon a time brent didn't brent had a tortoise etp really? was a proud a proud tortoise owner I own snakes. She was a Russian tortoise. Iguanas. Her name was Natasha. Natasha, was, the Russian tortoise. She was Russian. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, R.I.P. Natasha. We missed. Now, um, what's this wine on the fox? Hmm. So there's an event happening this weekend, and it's part of the reason why uh, Jeanette's planning is a little, a little. We're a little. Uh, we're just moving a little slower today. No, uh, we ain't. All right. No, we're not. We're no. We internally, are. internally, yeah. we're moving a little slow. Yeah, it there's, feels slow. Oh yeah, there's All a right. tsunami in our souls. That, yes. But we are. Um, but so this weekend at Hudson Crossing Park down in Oswego. So you're gonna have to leave Aurora. I know. Rocking a corn and he go riding. I know it's awful. Crambone. If you want to partake, um, <laughs> but it's a uh, it's an Illinois wine festival, right? So if you're into Illinois wine, which is, uh, Illinois is an interesting wine region, uh, because we don't grow a lot of grapes that end up going into like dry, you know, it's, it's, you're not going to get a Tempranillo or like a Spanish Rioja or anything like that, but they have a lot of really interesting varieties, a lot of fruit varieties and things like that. So, uh, if that's your thing, or if you're just like, Oh my God, I just want to be outside and drinking in a park because it's going to be 70 degrees and lovely. And who wouldn't want to do that after being cooped up for a whole year? Wine on the Fox is for you. Uh, www.wineonthefox.com for tickets. Um, or, yeah, so they're sold. So um, there's this trend happening uh, across uh, all of the events this um this year right because everybody really wants to like all the towns and communities that still put on uh events a lot of them still want to do it but they but it's kind of this question of like well what's happening with the pandemic is it going to get worse is it going to get better how do we plan an event and then like kind of hope that there's not a huge spike and that we have to shut it down at the last minute so all of the events um that are happening are changing a little bit wine Mm -hmm. on the fox is no exception um, in that, like, you're going to go and instead of milling around and sipping, like, an ounce of wine at each one of these wine booths, like we have previously, you, like, show up and you get a bottle of wine, give you a bottle of wine as part of your ticket, and you get a little space to sit on the grass with your group away from other groups, so we're not all, you know, getting drunk and breathing on each other, and, uh, it'll be, there will be, uh, live music, and uh, some food vendors, uh, the Grumpy Gaucho will also will be there. You know, they get around to like every place in this area, which is great. Cause... Um, so, yeah, wine in a park under a tree. Usually, if you are drinking wine in a park, you're probably breaking the rules, but not at this event. 
Mm. There you go. Tickets of 30 bucks. You've got to buy at least four because you got to sit with your, your people, right? As opposed to, again, up and breathe. Do you get wine if you volunteer? Uh, well, so we have specials for volunteers. You get a reduced price ticket that does include a bottle of wine. Word and, up. Yeah, so we really need volunteers for Sunday morning. So if you um are thinking you know i am not doing anything sunday morning anyway we need volunteers from 10 30 to 1 30 and then you get to like hang out in your pod and uh drink and listen to live music and all of that afterwards so we get a special spot like up front by band uh for easy like sunday morning right so wineonthefox.com for more details um and i will be there and i will be the sober one which will be unfortunate for me but great for you because you'll get to enjoy the whole festival in a safe happy healthy environment that's it that's all i've got for for wine on the fox it'll be great if if you want to get out and enjoy this week highly recommend it Sunday evening tickets are sold out, but there's still tickets for, or, or sorry, Saturday evening are sold out, but there's still tickets for Saturday morning and Sunday. Hit the clap for. The, thank you. Yeah, let, let her. Really interesting varieties of wine coming. I get a sneak peek at the at the menu, you know, uh, of varieties that are available. So. Uh, it's for the adventurous wine drinker. If you're like, I wonder what jalapeno wine tastes like, uh, you can find out. Oh. So, <laughs> make a face. Look, some people are into it. The almond infusion, which is like, that's not my wine, it, but it's like crazy popular. People really like it. So, you know, uh, give it, give it. Try. Give it a little try. Give it a little try. try. All right. Now, there is something else that's coming to us, we go. Uh, for our friends to know about the wall of honor of Mideast conflicts. Now, this will be taking place in May. Fox Valley Veterans Breakfast Club and the Village of Oswego presents Oswego Honors Veterans, May 21st through May 31st. Oswego Honors Veterans is a tribute as an amazing way to remember all those who paid the ultimate sacrifice while serving our country. It is an honor and a privilege. To host the Middle East Conflict's Wall of Honor, the wall includes the 7,200 names and faces of the fallen servicemen or servicewomen killed in action during Desert Storm, Desert Shield, and the current conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan. Viewing the Wall of Honor is an emotional experience for many, and it serves to remind us of sacrifices that were made for the freedoms we enjoy today. We invite you to join during this event to remember their sacrifices and honor their legacy. The Wall of honor is open to the public free of charge and on display 24 hours daily at Oswego Village Hall. Here is the calendar of events. Friday the 21st, procession and wall setup of May. Friday 21st of May. Saturday, May 22nd, opening ceremony of at 9.30 a.m. at Village Hall. Sunday, May 23rd, there's a car show, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., park and ride. Tuesday, May 25th, Air Force Band, park and ride. Friday, May 28th, Let Freedom Ring, Rock and Roll. 6 to 11 p.m., Downtown Oswego. 7 to 8.45 p.m., Ricky Lee. And 9 to 11 p.m., Whiskey Fist. Yeah, so that's going to be like a whole street dance festival sort of thing. You'll be able to go get your Oswego Brewing Company beer or go to the inn or whatever, right? Have some drinks and dance in the street. It'll be a good time. 
Saturday, May 29th, 144th Army Band Concert, 2 p.m. at Veterans Serenity Park. Sunday, May 30th, Springbrook Church Pops Orchestra, Park and Ride. Monday, May 31st, Memorial Day Parade, 10 a.m. at Downtown Oswego. And on that same day, the closing ceremony is at 3 p.m. We will post this calendar of events for you guys uh, on the show, yeah. on the Facebook page today. It'll be, it's a, it's a whole thing. So the committee has been, the Oswego Honors Veterans Committee has been working on this for well over a year now because it was going to come last year. Right. And, you know, with the pandemic and all, it just made sense to, to wait a year so that more people could actually come to it. So uh, it's, it's a whole thing. So um, the arrival of the wall should be really interesting. They have to like um, caravan it in from um, I think the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And then they have, uh, so, uh, you know, all of the motorcycle clubs and so like the veterans motorcycle clubs and all these other uh, groups come and kind of meet it at the state border and then bring it in. So it'll be a whole thing. Yeah, check that out. The Their Facebook page is um, Us We Go Honors Veterans if you just search that too. And they're still looking for donations and you have until uh may 1st so you have today if you want to buy some garb right they've got um t-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff like that too so where does one get the garb um so it's imagination printing and design is actually making them um but there's information again on their facebook page so just uh, facebook the oswego honors veterans committee and there will be more information there the time is now 8.48 a.m. And you're listening to Jeanette Splaining mm-hmm. on Good Morning Roar, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. You Our sure friend of the show, James Cardis. Shout out us, to James. Hit us with the link for the Wine on the Fox event details at enjoyaurora.com. Thank you, James. Thank you, you James. wonderful, great person, you. Yes. Um, uh, if you out. are ever looking for things to do yeah. on the weekends, hit up Enjoy Aurora. Com, where they have things happening all over the Aurora area um, constantly. So shout out to our CVB and the great work that they do. Sizzle, vizzle, bizzle. That's right. Aurora Area CVB, Convention and Visitors Bureau. Um, so what's next? What's next? You tell me what's next. We did, we did. We did uh, congressional seats. We, we did, did turtles. We did turtles. We, we did, did first Fridays. Round. We did first Fridays. Um, told you guys about registration for the SBA.gov. I posted that yesterday for you guys. Uh, the registration revitalization fund. Oh, the restaurant revitalization. Yes, yes. Restaurant revitalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. if you've got a restaurant or a bar or a venue or anything um, along those lines, you know, places where people t- t- like typically get together and eat food and get drunk and have a good party, um, there's a special fund for you. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. A fund just for that. Just, just for places that bring us all mm. together. Um, so all of you guys, here's what we're going to do. It's time is 8.50 a.m. We got a couple more minutes with you guys on the air. So I want to say thank you to everyone who listens to us and tunes in. Right? Or am I just alone in that? It's just <laughs> The rest of us have straight up disdain for our audience <laughs> and don't like them <laughs> at all. Or their um, ferrets. Or their ferrets. <laughs> <laughs> That's not um, true. 
but we, we uh love yeah we love and appreciate you guys man we love and appreciate you guys uh i tell you guys this a lot i consistently say it but stay tuned because mm -hmm. i'm telling you next week next week you'll look back at this week and be like man they were doing that and now they're doing this we got clap just clap just hit the oh and, and by the way your support makes it all possible yes so if you are a small business or organization in in or around the fine city of aurora uh, we have opportunities for you to get your message out uh, to our dedicated and engaged audience. So check us out on goodmorningaurora.com slash advertise, I think is what we called it. It is just, advertise. Just go to, to goodmorningaurora.com. There's a button there that says advertise. Gives you kind of our rates and stuff. And uh, then we will promote your business on this show. Uh, we get to eat. You get new customers. <laughs> yeah. It's a great arrangement. Yeah, because eating like cat lot. food is not tasting good. Well, anymore. and I have so many cats now. Um, it's also cheaper than print advertising, easier than Facebook, and our listeners are hyper local. Yeah. Hyper local, with an emphasis on the hyper. They love us. Um, They'll go do the things we tell them to do. So if we tell them to go shop at your store, probably some of them will do it. Some of them will probably do that. That's yeah, right. Exactly. That's right. I'm telling you, I keep seeing people that I've, I keep meeting our listeners in weird places like Treadwell. They never came before. Oh, wow. I've never been here before. Wow. I heard about yeah. Good Morning Aurora. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Go they're out, now. shop, shop. Yeah. Yep. They're out there. Um, all right. What's our message of the day? So these folks can take it with them to uh, be prosperous this weekend. Our message of the day is that the weather is going to be amazing. Get out there and ride your bike. Not, not your Peloton, because there's a great outside world out there, and then, you know, one's spying on you through your camera. Um, or go drink some wine in a park, you know, where it's legally sanctioned, and, and get out and enjoy the weekend. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be beautiful. Definitely. Another wonderful splaining by Jeanette. Clapping. Victoria says she loves listening, and Anna says thanks for all the great news that's right oh anna thank you for reminding us that is correct the gma anniversary celebration friday how could we forget that friday may 14th friday may 14th the biggest party since spain running with the bulls is happening at 140 south river street suite 8 in downtown aurora good morning aurora turns one year old this year on may 11th but May 11th is a school night, and we will be not be getting that <laughs> loose on a school night. So Friday the 14th. Because your, your hosts down. are actually older than they look and act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the young right? Yeah, for real. Seriously. Our knees are creaking and all kinds of stuff. That's right. Um, but yes, 140 South River Street. Be there. Be at McCarty Mills Friday, May 14th. You can meet us. You can have a beer with us. You can chop it up with us. And we'll be taking pictures and lots of photos. We'll invite and that some night, of our interesting guests who yeah, have been on. Exactly. Okay. So it'll be, a, uh, it'll be a great party out there at McCarty Mills, 140 South River Street. Remember, you have to be there that night. So, so clear your calendar. Clear your calendar. Right. I know, I know that you were going to go that that wedding that's been rescheduled like five times you know because of this pandemic but no you got to clear you got to clear your calendar around our party right our party much more important. we only turn one one that's right yeah. that is right people get married a couple times usually so yeah you know you know 
right. <laughs> All right. So the time is 8.54 a.m. This has been a great episode of Jeanette's Planning. We hope that you guys have a blessed, positive, wonderful day out there. And if you can do something nice for another person, go ahead and do that. Please do that. Be safe this weekend. Um, you know, remember, the judge don't come until Monday. So, you know, follow That's all. True. Follow. You're, <laughs> you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. You want to wait till Sunday night to get pinched. It's true. Because you're going to, you know, yeah. jail is. We need the, uh, we got the bars. We got a bar noise. No, we don't. The, the like, the law and order clink, clink. Yeah. Yeah. We need that. Maybe we'll next do that time. next week. Next right. time. Next time. All right, you wonderful people. You guys have a great day. Take care of yourself and each other.